Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hi, everyone. I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka, and I welcome you to my channel. 
As always, I'm so grateful that you're listening, subscribing, and commenting. I really appreciate the support. In this one, I wanted to speak to you guys about social anxiety. There's so many aspects of social anxiety. It's really fascinating to me because I used to be much, much, much more socially anxious than I am right now. I still have a little bit of social anxiety, but not in comparison to where I was before. When I was younger, oh man, the level as I was at would be, if I was, if it was out of 100, I was at a 90 when I was younger. And now I'm at a 20, so it's improved a lot. There's many reasons for it. Yoga, meditation, growing up, realizing no one really thinks about you. There's 100,000 reasons. But one of the things that I do want to mention to you guys that you're probably noticing actually, uh, if you have social anxiety, you're probably noticing that your social anxiety levels have gone down immensely during the lockdown and coronavirus. Now, I'm not actually saying that this is a good thing. I'm not saying the coronavirus is a good thing or I'm not saying, oh, wow, this is awesome. We're in lockdown. Nothing like that. So please don't send me messages like that because I'm talking about a, a theoretical thing here about talking about social anxiety, not about the value or the goodness of corona. In general, though, you have noticed probably if you have social anxiety is that not having to go out anywhere, not having social obligations, not having to be outside around people, even if it's as little as just going grocery shopping or things like that, all of that, all the social obligations that we have in general, all of them have been culled down to minimal, absolutely minimal. For me particularly, my mom does my grocery shopping. And so I literally do not have to step out of my house if I don't have, if I don't want to. Usually I don't, except to go out for a walk once or twice a day so that I'm at least getting some vitamin D and some sunshine otherwise and pressure. Otherwise, I'd be at home all day long, happily doing my thing. But I have noticed, because I have no social obligations, no reason to go out. Even in Chiang Mai, I didn't go out that much, but I did go out three times a day to grab food, right? And so that was still a little bit of social stuff that I was doing. I was still being social in a way. Even if it's minimal compared to what I am, what I normally do, but it was still minimal there. It's actually very much minimal now compared to extroverts. It's very minimal, but it is still there. And you'll notice now, right now, because you don't have to go out anywhere. You have no people coming into your house, no people going out of your house. You're not going out anywhere. You're not meeting anyone. The only probably obligations you have are on the phone or on face, on, on like FaceTime, things like that. So... All of that is probably reducing your social anxiety level by immense amounts. For me, particularly, as I said, I don't go out as much anymore. And even the thought of actually interacting with an individual, even if it's just walking past them, even if I'm outside walking during my daily walk and someone walks past me, I notice that my social anxiety level increases all of a sudden. I'm normally like walking around chilled out because I know there's no one around. I love it when it's really cold outside because there's no one around. I'm the only one walking around outside. But I do notice that when someone, even if it's just a person walking their dog, if they've walked past me instantaneously, I go into social anxiety mode. Instantaneously, my head starts going and spinning into these stupid thoughts about, all right, oh my God, what am I doing? Am I walking properly? Is my, is my, you know, are my pants zipped up? Uh, are they okay? Are my socks they're all right? You know, is my face okay? Is my hair? All of these weird thoughts that normally would never, I mean, look at me right now. I am a complete mess and I'm doing this video and hundreds of people are going to watch me. Obviously, this is a completely different thing for me. I don't know why I don't feel socially anxious here. But um, in general, when I'm walking in public, this comes up over and over again. 
as I said, normally I'm walking much more, I'm going out much more, I'm talking to a lot more people. So obviously I'm dealing with social anxiety a lot more. But right now it's reduced a lot to once a day where I perhaps run into a person who's walking past me, who's not even looking at me, who doesn't even care about me, who's walking their dog, and who doesn't really matter in the whole scheme of things, right? Even then my social anxiety kind of perks up a little bit and kind of like, boop, there's a little blip. And I'm like, oh, shoot. And so I really noticed, as I said, I really noticed my social anxiety now because when you're constantly being hit by those blips, right? You're constantly being like, boop, 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 constantly social anxiety coming up over and over again. Eventually you're like, all right, I'm not going to notice it unless it's extremely big, unless something really terrible is happening, right? Unless I'm in public and I'm in front of a thousand people and I have to give a speech about how I love socks, something like that, you know, like, unless that happens, you're mostly you're able to deal with your social anxiety and you're able to keep it at a pretty minimal level and not let it affect you too much. Right now, though, I have major social anxiety about going out and meeting with people again, because a lot of my friends kind of Toronto is kind of opening up again, which I am. Not, I mean, it's good. It's a good thing for the economy. I don't know if it's a good idea in general for people who are still being infected. In general, for the economy, it's a good thing. They're kind of trying to slowly open it up. They're doing it very smartly. It's okay. But I do notice that a lot of my friends are already saying to me, all right, let's meet up. Let's go here. Let's go there. I'm like, I'm not prepared for it. Yeah. In my head, I'm still going to be in lockdown for another month, another month and a half, because I'm saying it's for, obviously, I don't want to get sick. And I don't want to infect my father or mother, which is a big reason for it as well. But also because I'm just not ready to meet with people anymore or at all right now i don't know actually how to speak to people anymore i have been with my family for two months in this house i haven't talked to anyone i've done a few video calls here and there but not enough to make sure that my social skills are at par or you know are, are, are good enough and i know that if i go out again and start meeting people i'm just going to be flabbergasted i'm going to be completely mystified i'm going to be completely not good at talking to people i know that i just i'm gonna i'm gonna not know how to communicate with them i'm not gonna know how to talk to them i'm not gonna know how to behave around them i don't know what to do anymore in a social situation and so i do know that once this lockdown goes down once you know the once toronto opens up again people want me to come over or want to meet up i'm really gonna have to be careful with this because again i'm I'm completely unaware i'm completely clueless of how to do it how to talk to people how do we do it how did i do it before i have no idea how do people in general do it? <laughs> and so again, as I said, my social anxiety, it had gone down a lot because I was practicing a lot. And this is something that I've told you a lot in the past is that if you want to become better at talking to people, if you want your social anxiety to go down, you have to practice at it. It really is the matter of constantly going out and meeting new people and talking to them and realizing, oh, there's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing scary about this. It's okay. The less you do it, the less often you go out and talk to people, the less you know how to do it. It literally is like a muscle. It's, it's practice. It's all about practice. And the only reason extroverts are so good at it is because they have a lot more energy than us, as inter, than introverts, but also because they're, they, they just practice at it more. My friends are out there all day long when there's no lockdown, meeting with a thousand people every single day, all day long. From the minute they get up, they're surrounded by people to the minute they go to sleep. And probably they're sleeping with someone as well sleeping next to someone, I mean, which means that they're surrounded by people all day long when they go to sleep or not, right? And I can't imagine just the thought of being around people all day long kind of gives me anxiety. And like my heart starts beating very fast and I'm like, oh my God, this is not good. The thought of sleeping next to someone, not even having my space when I'm asleep. Oh my goodness. 
And so again, as I said, it's all about practice. And we are out of practice right now, introverts. All of us with social anxiety, with introversion skills, with no skills at all, with no social skills, we are completely out of practice right now. I am completely out of practice. I have no idea how to talk to people. I don't know how to do, what to do. What do we do when we go out in public? How do I walk? How do I step into a new restaurant? How do I order food? How do I start a conversation up? How do I do small talk? All of those skills that I built up meticulously over time, maybe it's like riding a bicycle, maybe I'll, I'll get it back. But literally it feels right now that I have no skills at all, no social skills, no people skills, nothing at all. And I have no idea how to go about it anymore. I literally just want to sit at home, not go anywhere, not talk to anyone, not go to any social events because I don't know how to do it. I don't know how it works anymore. <laughs> I'm kind of making fun of this, but also not because instead I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is terrible. Also because it's really scary. If you have social anxiety and you don't know how to do it anymore, all of a sudden, instead of it being just a casual dinner, it is a socially anxious, crazy affair where you are, your heart's beating very fast, your palms are sweaty, your head is racing, you don't know what to do, you're questioning everything you're doing. I shouldn't have worn that, I shouldn't have said that, I shouldn't have walked in that way, I shouldn't have worn these shoes, and all of this stuff. Everything is being questioned and it just becomes a complete mess in your head, in your body, in your life, everything seems like a complete mess and you just don't want to do it anymore, right? So what I, I wanted to say from this video is that when you do have the chance to become social again, social, go to a social event again, go into it slowly. Yeah, don't push yourself too much. It is a, it is kind of like a baby being born again and trying to learn how to walk again. You are learning how to walk again, right? And so you're learning how to be social again. So do it slowly. You know, first do it one-on-one -on -one with a friend and then perhaps go into two-on-one and then perhaps go into a bigger situation or a, a bolder situation. You know, do it slowly. Be kind to yourself. Don't berate yourself too much. Don't be mean to yourself. You're okay. You're fine. You're an introvert. You have social anxiety. It's fine. You don't need to be an expert at this. Take your time. Learn it again. Learn how to walk again. Learn how to be social again. And then you'll be fine again. But again, as I said, just be gentle to yourself. Just be careful with yourself. Don't be too harsh on yourself. Don't overdo it because you're going to burn yourself out. And I mean, we don't want that, right? I hope this makes sense. I know perhaps I'm making a big deal out of something that might not be a big deal. For me, it is. For me, just the thought of actually going out to meet just with one friend even seems like a horrendous affair. And I really don't want to do it. And I, I'm going to postpone it as much as possible because my work is... I pretend like my work is more important, which it is, but also I just don't want to do it. <laughs> oh boy, I don't know why I even have friends. Anyways, thank you for watching. I really appreciate the support. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was fun to watch at least, even if it doesn't apply to you. If you, if it does apply to you, uh, I hope you found it useful. If you guys have any questions or any comments, if you are socially anxious or if you have any suggestions or insights for us, please do share. We're always open to that, I'm sure. Again, thank you so much for watching, and I shall see you guys the next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh.
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.